Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Sport. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate the support I got for the first episode, the preview we did with the Panthers. Looking forward to putting out more of the previews for 2024. And that's what we're going to roll with today. We've got a preview of the Bulldogs. So I look forward to seeing how these guys shape up for this year. Obviously, there's some pretty big recruits. Gus Gould's been doing a big recruitment drive. There was a pretty interesting statistic the other day. I think it was from the 2021 side, top 30 squad. There's After Raymond Fratella Mariner was released to the Dragons, The basically that whole squad from the Dogs from 2021 is now gone. So pretty amazing to see you know, what Gus Gould and the Dogs are really implementing there. It's pretty big clean out and it's probably needed. And we're starting to see this side really take shape, you know, the addition of Stephen Crichton's the biggest gain for the Dogs this year. I'm a huge Stephen Crichton fan. I think he's a supreme athlete, and I'm really excited to see what he brings to the Bulldogs this year. So for anyone who's following my page, you would have seen that Stephen Crichton featured in one of my player swap ideas with the NFL. So I think he's that good of an athlete that he could potentially go over to the NFL and adapt to that game over there. He's just... He can do everything, you know. He he's got supreme speed. He's got great footwork. He's got football IQ. You know, he he rises to the moments. He's got that X factor ability about him. You know, we've seen him help the Panthers win grand finals, win semifinals. He's jumped into the Origin Arena. He stood up at that level, and he's done the same thing for Samoa. So he's uh, we've also seen what he can do with the basketball at Panthers training too. So clearly, he's a pretty adaptable kind of guy, and, and one of those just proper athletes that I think could really transition into another sport. But for this year, I, I hope that the Bulldogs just stick him at fullback and give him a run. I understand that he's a great centre and he's one of the best centres in the game, so why would you mess with that? But I also think he's such a good footballer. Why not get the ball in his hands more? If you're going to pay seven, 800000 or whatever they've paid for him, why not get him as much ball as he needs and let him create some plays and, um, you know, provide a bit of a linking role on both sides of the field. So I think he should play fullback, but we will see what happens in round one. Some of the other games, Josh Curran, I'm a huge fan of Josh Curran. I love what he does. Good ball playing lock, uh, a lot of grit. One of those guys that will just keep going for that 80 minutes. Doesn't really have any regard for his body or himself, but, I mean, that's rugby league and that's the type of play you need. So Drew Hutchinson, another pretty handy get for the dogs. Obviously, um you know, this utility interchange drive that the dogs are going on is pretty interesting. I don't really know what that's about, but I think it's about just creating some competition and, and getting a really good utility for next year. A lot of these guys are only signed for a year, so I assume uh, I have to trust that Gus Gould's got a pretty good plan. So obviously you've got Hutcher who can play in the halves, can play hooker, provide some good utility value off the bench. Kurt Mann's another one. Um, I like Kurt Mann a lot personally, but he can also be pretty flexible and, and play around the park. Jamin Salmon's another utility type, although there was talk that he's going to play on an edge or in the forwards, but I believe Salmon might have picked up an injury, so he's questionable for the start of the season. Blake Taff, obviously his prime position is fullback. A lot of talk about him being a starting fullback for the year. Connor Tracy, another one from the Sharks. I think Connor Tracy's best at fullback, but he can also play really well in the centres. He can play in the halves and he can also play on the wings, so um, in terms of the other pickups, you've got Jake Turpin too. So he's predominantly a hooker. Um, I'm sure he'll get plenty of game time off the bench or filling in for Marnie if there's an injury there. So he's a great pickup for the dogs for a little bit of depth 
And then Bronson Sherry obviously coming back from that four-year doping suspension. So interesting to see what Sherry's trajectory looks like and whether he's going to get a run in round one. I'm sure he's going to get a go in the trials. But from what I've seen, he looks pretty big for a centre. Um, I know I'm, he's probably still got a lot of that speed doing all the training with Roger Fabry, but he looks really big. So I think it's going to take some time for him to adapt. So we just got to be patient with him. We know what his his ceiling is. Well, maybe we don't know what his ceiling is, but we've certainly seen how good he can be. So pretty excited to see what Bronson Jerry can do this year. In terms of some of the losses, you've got Paul Alamotti, who's gone off to the Panthers. We spoke about him yesterday. Jake Avarillo, I was a really big fan of Jake Avarillo. I love some of the long-range tries we saw from him last year where we really got to see him unleash his speed. So he's going to be a loss. Obviously, Raymond Fatala Mariner left in the last week. You know, I think they're probably going to miss him in some respect in the forward pack this year with um, just uh, just a little bit short on some of those big engine room type forwards. So I think they will miss him more than they think right now. Um, and then Kyle Flanagan. So he didn't have the best time with the Bulldogs in the last few years, but obviously it was a hard club to be able to establish some stability within that side. So he was sort of thrown around different positions, 5'8", halfback, hooker. But he sort of came to the fore a little bit at hooker towards the end of last year. So be interesting to see how that goes for him this year. Uh, along with that, they obviously lost, lost Luke Thompson, who barely got any time last year, Corey Waddell and uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. So interesting headlines around Tavita in the last week. Personally, I think the Broncos would be fucking stupid to take him back on their books. But if they want to ruin, potentially upset the apple cart that they have established up there, um, that's up to them. And I mean, I'm obviously not a... NRL administrator, but when you've built up a team to get to a grand final and you're looking at someone who's you know been a thorn in your side in the past, why would you want to um, reintroduce him and, and interrupt that system? It makes no sense to me. But we will talk about the dogs for this year and worry about Tavita later. Um, so in terms of how they line up as a 17, we'll run through the 1-17. to 17. It's obviously going to be a pretty interesting year for the Bulldogs. They've recruited well. As we've talked about, they've got quite a few different utility players there, but Stephen Crichton's a huge signing for them. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can provide. And There's a bit of a spine starting to, sh- to take shape now. If That's if Crichton plays fullback. You've got Crichton, you've got Burton. So those two link up again and then Reed Marnie. So there is a, a spine starting to form. And you've got a few other pieces of the puzzle coming together in this team. Your Josh Adokars, Bronson Zeris. Um, you know, guys in the forward pack, Viliami Kikau, Jacob Preston, who had a huge year last year, and then whether you've got Josh Curran or Kurt Mann at lock, there is a side really starting to form there. So obviously the, the missing pieces at the moment for the Bulldogs are some front row middle forwards that just have a bit of brunt and some big dudes that they need in the middle. So that's obviously the next uh, piece of the puzzle that the Dogs are looking for and a little bit of talk that... They are looking at getting Terrell May, which I think would be a fantastic signing. And, and if that means it comes with his brother, Taylor, then uh, even better, throw him on another wing and it just completes this back line even more. So looking at the My Best 17, like I said, I want to see Stephen Crichton playing fullback. I think if you're going to pay for a guy like him, a supreme athlete who has said that he wants to play fullback, the only reason stopping him has been Dylan Edwards at the Panthers, then just give him a go. What have you got to lose? I know there's other guys there that maybe fit the bill, Connor Tracy, Black Taft, these kind of guys, but put your best player there. Let him shine. Give him six to eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever it is. 
clearly the Bulldogs aren't going to win a premiership this year. So build for next year where, you know, it's premiership looks more likely. But I think give Crichton a go at fullback, let him develop that ball playing a little bit more. You know he's going to pop up and break games open with his ability, whether it's repeat sets, breaking tackles, running over blokes. We know what Stephen Crichton can do. So stick him a fullback, leave him there, see what he can do. Um, you know, he's going to touch the ball probably twice as many times um, playing a fullback than he will in the centres. So um, I want to see Stephen Crichton at fullback. On the left wing, we're obviously going to have the Fox, Josh Adokar. We've seen what he's done. He was probably a little bit underwhelming in some aspects last year. So I'd love to see a little bit more consistency from him this year. Hopefully another season under uh, Serraldo, driving those standards and someone like Crichton coming from that winning culture will help reinstill those values and principles in Josh Adokar that he's fully aware of coming from that Melbourne system. So I want to see a little bit more consistency from Josh Adokar. The other centre, I think, will be Connor Tracy. Um, I know he's one of these players, like I said, that can be a utility and um, provides plenty of different options, but I think Connor Tracy will snag one of those centre spots and looking forward to see what he does. Obviously, he provides a great option in terms of ball playing in the centres. Yeah, more just that tip-on option. So whoever's outside him, whether it's Josh Adokar or um, Kiraz, who I think will be on the other wing. Um, sorry, I think uh, Blake Wilson will probably be on the other wing. Um, it'll be interesting to see. So um, we've got Connor Tracy as one of my centres. I think Jacob Kiraz will start in the other centre position. So I dare say you'll see Connor Tracy on the left, linking up with Josh Adokar and Jacob Kiraz on the right. Um, which then leaves us with a right winger. So I know Bronson Cherry's obviously someone that may pop up and uh, compete for one of these centre positions. But like I said, I think he's going to need a little bit of time and it certainly won't harm him to spend a few weeks in New South Wales Cup just getting his, honing his skills, finding out what the game is about, getting some match fitness. So I think we won't see Bronson Cherry initially. So I do think we'll see Blake Wilson. Obviously played a little bit of left wing, but he's not going to displace Josh Adokar, so I think we will see Wilson on the right wing. Uh, so that means the back line will be looking like Stephen Crichton, Josh Adokar, Connor Tracy, Jacob Kiraz, and Blake Wilson. Um, one guy I am super keen to see how he goes in the trials is Jordan Samrani. So for anyone who tuned into my guy and the watch posts, uh, I had Jordan Samrani as the guy to watch for the Bulldogs. This guy is an absolute fucking beast. He is He's a big unit, this guy. So there was a, there's actually a couple of photos of him in the preseason. Um, he's put on a lot of weight, a lot of size, um, and him just standing up against guys like Raymond Fratalamara, like he's as big as them. So gives you a bit of an insight. Um, he's really quick. He's got that kind of lopey action, the, the way of running, kind of like Jack Bird did initially when he was coming up through the Dragons and the um, Sharkies. So um, quite deceptively quick, and he just barges over a bloke and um, scores a lot of try tries in that way. So I think uh, he's someone he who should watch out for, and I'm hoping he'll get a run at some stage this year for the Doggies. Um, in the halves, I think we will see Matty Burton at five eight again, similar to Crichton. You know they fucked a little, they fucked around with Burton a little bit last year, playing him at half back. But I just want to see him given the jersey at five eight, give him the year. You know this is a guy that's got supreme talent. He's got a big boot. He's a good ball player. He's got a good running game. Why stick him in the centers where you blunt those things? It just doesn't make sense to me. Again, I know he's a good center, but you didn't buy this bloke to play center. You need to be patient. So Burton at 5'8 for me, 
and Toby Sexton at halfback. I really liked what I saw from Sexton rounding out the, the year last year when he transferred from the Titans. I think he manages the game really well. He's got a pretty handy kicking game. Not a bad defender. He can definitely work on that. He's also a very handy ball player. So I think he complements Burton really well. And if you've got someone like a Crichton at fullback, it also takes a little bit of that kind of load off Sexton in terms of what we expect from Sexton in creating plays, setting up plays, try assists, these kind of things, because you know that Crichton's going to do that. So, um, you know, even if Crichton doesn't have in the centres, I just want to see Burton and Sexton providing him with early balls just so he can do his thing. Um, so I think that'll round out the back line. In terms of the front row, obviously we've seen that Ryan Sutton has uh, picked up an injury. I think he's out for the first eight weeks, which is a real shame because these guys are, are low on props as it is. So I think we will see Max King and Liam Knight starting in the front row for the Doggies. You know, these guys, are, they're decent players, but they're not exactly the um, top props getting around in the game. I, I do like Max King. Um, I loved what Liam Knight was doing in 2021 for the Bunnies. So if he can develop that form again, you know, one more year under his belt coming back from that, ACL, then I definitely think these guys, you know, they can they can do a job. Uh, they're not going to dominate other forward packs, and this is going to be one area where the dogs are lacking, and it's probably going to be a little bit of a struggle for them in the engine room. But um, those will be the props, I believe. Reed Marnie's going to be the hooker. That's his spot. He can play that role for 80 minutes. Obviously, you know, the dogs have got 14,000 utilities, so he probably will get a bit of a rest, but. Um, hopefully Marnie plays a little bit more consistently this year. I know a lot of that pressure that came with being in a struggling side, trying to take on a lot of the load, kind of got to Marnie last year. So looking forward to seeing what he can do with a little bit more of a supporting cast around him this year. So um, On the right edge, we're going to see Jacob Preston. He had a fantastic year last year, one of the top rookies, breakout season. There's a little bit of talk about him being a little smoky for Origin this year. Personally, I'm all for it. Would love to see someone like him coming off the bench. I think he's got origin written all over him. Just love the way he plays. Absolute non, no nonsense. Kind of similar to like your Josh Curran type player that he'll just go all day, takes the tough carries. He's a great defender, really aggressive, loves that competitive nature that comes with the rugby league. So I love Jacob Preston. I think he's a great pickup and you know, someone that the dogs have developed really well. So big fan of him. Billy Army Kickout will be on the left edge. Obviously, we didn't get to see the best of Kickout last year. Spent a fair bit of time on the sidelines, but for the Dogs to you know make any run or, or um, you know have a lot better year this year, you know we need a lot from Kickout. And one thing, if Crichton does play in the centres, I was listening to another podcast the other day. Could be a pretty killer edge. You'd be looking at Burton, Kickout, Crichton, and the Fox on that left edge with either your Connor Tracy or Blake Taft looping around. So could be a really dangerous, literally one of the best left edges in the comp. So hope to see the best from Viliami Kikau. We know what he can do when he's at his best. Absolutely tramples blokes. He's got a great offload. He can ball play too. We saw a lot of that with the Panthers. So um, I'm super psyched to see Viliami Kikau play a full season. Uh, at lock, I'd like to see Kurt Mann. Um, I think he'd be great just to start the season. I think Kurt Mann would be fantastic at lock. I really love what he was doing when he got that role consistently for the Newcastle Knights. I understand Josh Curran's probably another bloke. He probably might get the role, but um, I think if you're going to buy Kurt Mann, I think he can provide you know that guy. He can play 80, similar kind of um, body type to your Victor Radleys, um, you know, these type of players that are playing at lock as well as Cam Murray. So 
I like what Kurt Mann does. I think he's a good defender. He can run the ball well, got great footwork at the line, and he can ball play as well. So uh, I think that might be important for the dogs in the middle of the field. Um, obviously, Josh Curran, you know, he can also provide an option as a middle backup for your front rowers. So I know that's probably not ideal. I do think he is a better lock, but the dogs, you know, beggars can't be choosers for the Bulldogs. So, um, you know, they might just have to. Uh, play Josh Curran in that role initially to start the season, but I think we'll see a fair bit of chopping and changing with Josh Curran and Kurt Mann. So I, I do think we'll see Josh Curran on the bench. Um, obviously, Jamin Salmon was one of those players that might have been a bit of a, a utility option, but I think he's injured. So uh, I do think that Jake Turpin will probably get a start on the bench to start the year. So I think we'll see Turpin and Josh Curran. They might be a kind of – obviously, Turpin will play a bit of that hooking role can be a little bit of a utility for the back row, but also potentially jump in in the middle for Liam Knight and Max King. Um, Samuel Hughes is another prop who I will see on the internet interchange bench. Sorry, um, fuck that one up. So yeah, we'll see Sam Sam Hughes coming off the bench. I liked what I saw from him at times last year. I think he's just another one of these players that needs a little bit more time. Um, but I think you know he's a player that um, can definitely develop and excited to see what he can do and then i think rounding out the side at the moment with um ryan sutton out for the first eight weeks i think we'll see chris patolo grab that last spot on the bench just another prop um you know i think you you need someone like a chris patolo on the bench to jump in with the current props that the bulldogs have got and i, I think you do need two um blokes that can jump into the middle and, and play prop in the middle of the field so um i think chris patolo will grab that last spot so um that's our 17 for the Bulldogs for the year. Um, I'm excited to see what happens for the Bulldogs this year. I, I think some of their recruits and some of the recruits they've got from last year, if they can gel, I really do think that the Bulldogs can um, you know, do well this year. They're not going to make the top eight. I've got them finishing in the 13 to 17 bracket, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked to see them land in that 9 to 12 bracket. Um, they're not going to have a heap of players out for that origin period, so... Um, I could see them maybe snagging some wins throughout that time, maybe against some weaker sides. And I do think that these guys are going to win a lot more games this year than they did last year. I think you know, the effect that Cameron Sorrello is going to have on this squad, more players buying into what it is that he's trying to get going with the Bulldogs here. Stephen Crichton coming over. I do see the Dogs having a much better year this year. Um, 13 to 17, maybe a little bit better, but I think they just need to be patient. And I think next year we'll really start to see this side start to shine with some new additions in the forward pack but looking forward to seeing what the doggies can do this year thank you for tuning in and we'll be back with more previews throughout the week see you later